0: Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we are talking about Fear the Walking Dead Season 8, Episodes 7 and 8. Renee is back to join me. Hi, Renee. How are you?
1: Hello. I am doing great. I'm very excited to talk about these episodes. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. So good. It's funny because I told you uh, it's been two weeks since we last talked about the Daryl Dixon finale, mm-hmm. and it, it was two weeks ago, and I feel like it's been <laughs> so much longer. It's like life, so much life has happened in those two weeks. So I am so glad that you are back to join me in talking about Fear the Walking Dead. I'm just, we're going to talk more about what we think about the show, but I'm just glad because- the whole Walking Dead universe, I love talking about it with you. So um I do want to let our listeners know that we are combining episodes. So we're going to talk about episodes 7 and 8. And then in two weeks, we'll talk about 9 and 10. And then a week later, we'll talk about the last two episodes because they are premiering on the same night, which is November 19th. So that is how these episodes will come out to you all, and we're just excited to talk about anything the Walking Dead universe, right? So <laughs> let's dig into our question of the day. And the reason I came up with this question is because, one, it's out there in this these past two episodes. And also because, well, let me tell you what the question of the day is going to be. It is, do you think Alicia is dead? But before I actually pose it to you, I wanted to say that, when we had done season seven, I think it was that season seven when she left. Yes. I can't even remember. She left in
1: the penultimate episode. So the, yeah, the right before Madison came. She yes. left and Madison came.
0: The next. Episode. Yeah. So when that happened, Margaret had joined me to discuss episodes and she was adamant. Margaret was adamant she was dead and I was adamant she could not be dead. Mm -hmm. I just didn't. I had to see it because for me, you have to see it to believe it because (laughs) look what has happened just in this season, right? So you just never know. Mm until she, you see the body. And when
1: she woke up though, sure her fever had subsided. So I assumed she was alive. Is that okay? That's what I Is, that's that's my take, you know.
0: <laughs> yes, because I felt like she was alive because again, I didn't see her dead and my friend Margaret was saying, "Well, no, because all those zombies were there." And then she thought maybe the oh when oh, I know what her her take was when she came out of that fever, that really wasn't real. Oh, sure. That was, was in that, sort okay. of that Dream afterlife she was in, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So that mm-hmm. was her take on it. Yeah, that's so I've happen. been curious mm-hmm. this whole time. And we know that Alicia, the actress, is on to other movies mm-hmm. and TV shows. And she's very busy in what she does. But I still think <laughs> there could be a cameo somewhere or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the show, the back of her. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I just... But I was curious yeah. what other people thought. So you mm-hmm. think that she's still alive.
1: So I think she survived. Yeah, definitely survived season seven. You know, I, I do believe okay. that because she woke up without the fever and it just it didn't seem like that dream sequence to me. I mean, that's I think that's a brilliant deduction because I didn't even think of that. But I I just feel like she was alive at, at that point. Well, then now that we're in this, we know she survived that because then she meets Troy at some point because he has her arm. Right. So true.
0: Well, that's him. what he's saying though, but he's got her. We arm. don't really even know, but, but he, but her arm, but, but something could have happened to her arm. She could have lost her arm or whatever. No, I'm yeah. not
1: saying that that proves she's dead. I'm saying we know she survived season seven because she meets Troy later. Cause she didn't meet him right then. She would meet him after. So I'm saying, I believe she survives seven because then she does at some point meet Troy because he has the arm. He could have just taken it from her. I I, I still think she's alive. Right right at this moment, I think yeah. you know in this yeah. episode, I was like, yes, I think he's just doing that to toy with Madison because he yeah. feels she deserves I it do. after everything yeah. she did to him. <laughs> yeah. So yes, right, yes. As this episode, I'm like, yeah. I I definitely feel that she is still alive and he's just taunting her.
0: Yes. And I agree with that too. (laughs) I like that answer because I do really care about Alicia. So yeah, I miss her. I do want to pose this question out to everybody out there, whether they think Alicia is alive and their thoughts on it. So please let us know what you think. You can reach us on Twitter or Instagram or not Twitter. You can reach us on Mm -hmm. X and Instagram at Screens and Focus. All of our social media links are on our website at screensandfocus.com. Also, they are in our show notes and we would love to hear from you. Okay. So normally we talk about the walking dead news before we get into the episodes, but I want to bring up Matthew Perry's passing because it just really hit me. I know that it hit you and probably everybody else out there. But you know, we had done a special episode, uh, our two hundredth episode on Friends. And I had a lot of people join me in talking about the show, uh, it, what it meant to us. and I, I love that we did it even more so now thinking about it just because we were able to talk about all the special moments all the special uh characters and the actors who portrayed them i just was devastated i go to bed each night watching friends not every single night but so many nights it is what i put on to watch as i'm going to sleep and i just love the humor the laughter uh so i feel like matthew perry and all the other actors are a part mm-hmm. of me, a part of my history. I watch it back in the day. I watch it now. I love it. Um, And so it's just hard. And it's hard also because we saw him go through so many struggles with uh, addiction uh, and being brave to put that out there. Uh, Some people hide it, and I understand why. Who wants to Mm -hmm. put that information out there about themselves? But the fact that he did and wanting to help people and wanting that to be his legacy was helping people through anything, any hardships that they go through. It just a testament to his character. And then I have seen outpouring of how people feel about him. And he was a great Mm -hmm. guy to the people that knew him. So I love hearing that too. Mm -hmm. So I just, I had to bring it Mm -hmm. up. Because I just thought it was important. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to say, I,
1: Renee? I was just going to uh, tell you that my favorite Matthew Perry movie is Fool's Russian with Selma Hayek. And and the reason I wanted to bring this up is because there are two quotes in there that I absolutely love. So he tells her, you are everything I never knew I always wanted. And I was like, oh, uh, I could not believe that line the first time. I was just like, this is insane. What a just, yeah, it's just Solid gold, and then another one that she says to him when he makes her mad at one point. I use this often with my husband. You are not my <laughs> favorite person right now. <laughs> and I remember hearing him, oh, I am taking that because that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I but, love that.
1: Yeah, I just that movie's just. I don't know. It's just you know he's he's Chandler Bingish in that, but that was before that. But you you can kind of see some of those, care you know like character traits kind of carry over, but. Yeah. And I agree with you. I just, it's my comfort show and it's just, it's just been heartbreaking for me. Like I I haven't even been able to turn it on. I just, this week. I
0: I haven't either. I haven't either. It's going to be really hard. (laughs) I keep seeing it in my feed and social media. Mm -hmm. And even then it's a little bit hard. (laughs) And, and then they, I don't know, have you seen the picture where they have them all, but his picture is black and white compared to their picture of the color? (laughs)
1: I saw, aye, aye, one. Aye. I saw one, someone did a screen cap there in. The, they're at the coffee house and Monica says something about blah, blah, blah. And it's about Chandler, whatever. And then, uh, Rachel looks at her and she goes, "Mon, Chandler's not here. And I was like, and they're like, this hits, you know, the, the caption was, this hits different now. And I was like, no, people don't do
0: this. Right. Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't. do that. No, Yeah. it's it, it There's going to be so many times that we watch it mm-hmm. now or afterwards. And so many things are just going to hit differently, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> it really mm-hmm. is. And so, I don't know. We just have to celebrate, yeah. you know, yeah. the laughter he brought and the joy he brought. And for ourselves, you know, realizing that everybody passes and you got to just live and love and, you know, reach out and stay connected to people. I thought about all the Friends cast because they were together for so long. But uh, as I'm seeing in the feed, so many people acted with him on different shows that I didn't necessarily watch. But all these people, Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, shoot, he was in a lot of things. And I just love how how many lives he touched, and I just think that that's super special. Oh, and the movie Fools Rush In, I guess Salma had put on a post that he had recently... Told her that that was his the best movie that he had ever done, and she thought that that was so special. She says his best movie is the one that I was
1: with him. Yeah, he's been in a lot of movies, so that's saying something. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. Oh, yeah, that means so much to her (laughs) because it was such a cute movie. I I I watch it frequently because it's just such a fun movie.
0: I'll have to watch it again. It's been a while, but now it makes me want to watch that movie again. So yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) So yeah, just such a shock for this whole, um, entertainment world. And also personally, Mm -hmm. you know, to his parents and siblings and stuff. So it's just, uh, it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we just wanted to bring (laughs) up Matthew Perry because we are both big fans of, of, of him and friends and everything else. So, okay. So, I don't know that we have any Walking Dead news, though, so, right? I, yeah, we're, I couldn't okay right think of right anything now. off
1: the top of my head. It's been it's been a week already on what, Wednesday. <laughs> so yeah, but I just, I couldn't think of anything. So we'll pass so, that.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, the news is Fear the Walking Dead is back <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. Okay. So what we are going to do is we're going to talk about episode seven mm-hmm. and then we'll go on to episode eight, just in case people yeah. aren't up to date. Uh Now, of course, me and you could (laughs) intermingle a few things accidentally, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, we'll try to stay on track (laughs) uh, because they start to, you know, meld together as we we see them. So anyway, okay, in Fear the Walking Dead, Season 8, Episode 7, entitled Anton, we see that Strand conceals his true identity with a new community, rekindling his connection with Madison and the others. The focus is on second chances as they aim to honor Alicia's beliefs and protect a hidden sanctuary, which is Padre. And Troy threatens violence to reveal Padre's location, leading to a dramatic confrontation where he claims responsibility for Alicia's death, Mm -hmm. causing intense emotional turmoil for Madison and the group. So what was your initial reaction to this episode?
1: Yes, Strand, I was very i was surprised at the new life he's built for himself i mean you know pleasantly surprised for him you know he's kind of always danced around trying to do good but then the dark side pulls him in you know it just seems like he just always goes back to that you know it's it's just where he's i don't comfortable or i don't know what it is but I, you know, I think Alicia saving him made him be like, okay, she did not need to come back to me. These people did not need to put me on these rafts. I got to do something, you yeah. know? So yeah. yeah, I really liked that for him. And, you know, I love how hard he's trying to become a better person in this, you know? And so I thought that was really cool. And I love, um I love Troy as a villain. I was like, I was, you know, I, I always liked Troy as a character. He, he, he was he wasn't really a good guy, but he wasn't like a villain when we saw him in season three, you know, but I always liked his character, something about it, just how he was. I thought, you know, he and Daniel Sharman does it. He just he's a good actor. He does a good job. So I really liked, yeah, you know, I li- I do like him as that. But I do have a question quick in here is how does Troy not know where Padre is when she called out the coordinates on the radio? I have this huge mm. question for that. and I'm trying to find yeah. answers. So anyway, that's just a little thought there. And then I, um, I really loved at when the, uh, when, when and Madison were being held by Troy and the whole gang bursts in, you know, and Daniel's yeah. guy. So yeah. So it was just, yeah, overall I, I yeah, it was just, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of different pieces going, you know, but it was, I thought it was a pretty strong start to the last six episodes.
0: Yeah. And deny had, uh, directed this oh, episode, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who plays Luciana. Yeah. So that was, I had forgotten. I, I can't remember what, why I recalled mm-hmm. that after watching it. I said, oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. She directed this episode. So I thought she did a great job uh, mm-hmm. directing this episode. We both had talked about the writing of um, Fear the Walking Dead lately and recently, and it was not what we were hoping for (laughs) some of the storylines, some of the things they have to say, but I still appreciate this show, even though the writing isn't the greatest, but I I'm always rooting for it Mm -hmm. because it did have some really great seasons and Mm -hmm. that I really did love a lot. But, um, but (laughs) yeah, so this season has been a little bit tough for me the first two episodes, but I'm just trying to go in it. I will tell you, Watching it the second time, each episode was better for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Watching it initially, I was like, oh my (laughs) gosh, why are they saying these words out of their mouth Mm -hmm. or how are they putting this together? But I had forgotten it'd been seven years. (laughs) I really did. Mm -hmm. I think just because we've seen all the other spinoffs that we're watching and then all of a sudden we jump in here Mm -hmm. because I thought, how does Strand have this, uh, uh, Is that his boyfriend or his husband? Husband. His husband husband and his son. Like, how does he have this already? I thought, oh my gosh, it's been seven years. How did he learn German? Like, how did all this (laughs) stuff happen? And I was really super impressed with this community, everything Mm -hmm. that they were growing. Like when they first showed the opening shots, I thought they were in a flashback mm-hmm. of the regular world, because <laughs> I thought they're playing soccer. I mean, that's pretty noisy. Yeah. You, I mean, how big is this place? Because you would think that that would attract walkers mm-hmm. to you, just all the whistling yeah. and the and the noise level and everything else. So I think that they have a really nice community here. And then once they went into the hotel area, it was <laughs> looked gorgeous yeah. and all the Food that they had, and so I thought that their setup was really cool. And I'm surprised no one has been by to take it, yeah, yet, right? Also, the bus that they were using as their, I guess, from the outside world to the inside world. I mean, we've seen that before, but I'm trying to remember which which show and which episode did they use that because that's been used before where they use the bus as a, um. You know, wasn't that I earlier in
1: Fear, like when Luciana first, like in her that community she was in, when her
0: and Nick were there? Maybe that's what I can't I recall. Remember, I just remember I, seeing I, it. I remember a
1: bus, and I know that later on they were using it to escape through the the walkers. But I wonder if that maybe that was what it was. I don't. I'm not for certain though. I just remember yeah. that bus uh, towards the end. You know, of that community, they were using it to get in th- through the walkers, and then they'd go through the bus or something. But yes, yes.
0: Exactly. I do recall it being used before. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't remember. Was Mm -hmm. it fear? I think it might have been
1: fear. So (laughs) that's the only thing I can think of. It.
0: Yeah. So I'm thinking. Okay, they're using the same, you know, usage Mm -hmm. of a bus here in this episode too with this these new community Mm -hmm. and characters and such. So, anyway, I liked seeing that. I also did enjoy the dynamic between seeing Madison Mm -hmm. and Strand again together. So I. I was looking forward to it. And so I'm glad that we got to see that again. And of course, I'm curious Mm -hmm. what Troy is going to bring to this last half of the season. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see it. So let's talk a little bit more. I kind of jumped ahead a little bit here about uh, Strand's deception and reconnection, because he lives in this new community with a husband and son. So what did you think of his new life?
1: Well, I love it for him, you know. Like I said, I just, you know, he's just always kind of danced around, you know, trying to be good and just can't seem to stick. So, you know, I think you know things that have happened have you know changed him, and it's unfortunate for you know Frank and Klaus that he's lied to them, but you know, in his mind, you know, he tells Madison that Victor died, you know, that he, yeah, you know, and so I feel like he is. You know, yeah, it was a deception, but I, it wasn't like he was trying to be malicious. He was just trying to to start over and right or wrong. I don't know. But I was, you know, I I liked that he's really trying and I just like Strand. I want him to be good,
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I... <laughs> We had talked about the actor, Coleman Domingo, Mm -hmm. a little bit before pressing record here, but how much we appreciate him and what a great actor he is, what a great talent he is. And so I always am excited to see what he's going to bring Mm -hmm. to Fear the Walking Dead. So I am very impressed that he can reinvent himself different ways. Of course, I didn't like when he was ruthless in the things that he was doing, Mm -hmm to people, I thought, Oh, my gosh, what is driving you to this edge Mm -hmm. of, of how ruthless you're being, Mm -hmm. you know, just killing people. And we see in this episode that he has flashbacks of what he used to be. And I think he's trying to push that out of his mind. Mm -hmm. I think that's why he's like, Okay, he's dead. I'm reinventing Mm -hmm. myself. I have a new name, but because most people would just use their same name. Mm -hmm. But act a certain, a different way, yeah. but he's like, no, I need this whole new persona. Yeah. I, I hate that person. I don't want that person. I'm not that person. And, you know, here mm-hmm. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be Anton. And the, they kept asking him, why do they keep asking, you know, why do they keep saying you're strand and he wouldn't admit it. Yeah. He would not admit it. And that was kind of crazy too, because I would be like, okay, you found me out. Yeah. This is what's happening. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, even, even I
0: if memory serves me right here, I believe even when they
1: walked out of the room, he still wouldn't admit it to Madison, who was like, I can see you. I know who you are, <laughs> you know? And it's like, dude, come on. He's really committed. I know. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. And then when they come in and she says, this is <laughs> not Anton, it is Strand. And I was surprised that she was blowing his cover yeah, because i I'm thinking, well, this is your friend. Mm-hmm. Why are you blowing his cover? I know. I, I but was- then. Oh, go ahead. But other people could have told him, told her what he had done mm-hmm. and thought, okay, he's not going to do this to anybody else. Let's, yeah. you know, bring this out. But then he threw her under the bus too. So <laughs> it was like, what are you guys doing? You guys were friends, which we later, you know, we're going to get into a little yeah. bit of that too, how we see them, how we see them change. But so loved, let's well, go ahead. I
1: love that. I did love that. When they met again, it wasn't this cliche hugs and kisses thing. You know what I mean? Like that's what well, he did
0: hug her. Well, he yeah, did hug her. <laughs> but
1: but it wasn't, you know, it, it it wasn't like all sunshine and roses, I guess, you know, it was like yeah. they were both. Yeah. And I thought it was rude that she like didn't take him aside first, find out what's going on. Why? Are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why are you doing this? Well, he Maybe it was for his safety or there's all kinds of reasons he could have done this. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. dude, don't just out him in front of everybody. You know, this is who he is, you know? So yeah, I just, True. but I like that. That wasn't just everybody expected the two of them to come back together and be like, Oh my gosh, you know, you're alive. And the, you know what I mean? It's a big deal. Yeah. and They've been together for so long and all this. So I just, I, I like that they didn't just make it that. And they, you know, add a little through us for a loop. That, Conflict. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I did. Uh, but when he did, when they did leave, and he did hug her, he had those tears mm-hmm. coming down of his eyes. So he was so happy to see her. And that's what I sort of would expect too. Mm-hmm. I, I, as we talk about these next two episodes, there was a couple of reintroductions of people. And it's mostly like, Hey, you're alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm like, Okay, really? Mm-hmm. Come on, you haven't seen this person in that long? <laughs> that long yeah. So Strand and Madison's Hug to me felt very genuine, and how I would expect someone to to react to someone that they were very very close to mm-hmm. and had survived a while yeah. with. So, uh, so let's go into you know Strand and Madison's relationship and his um, shift and his loyalty. Uh, what did you think about any of that?
1: Well, I think, you know, first of all, I was probably shocked that, you know, okay, here, she's alive, you know, he's thinking all that. And then just his mind's always going, he's always thinking, how do I do this? How do I manage her revealing my, you know, and then how do I tell my new family, you know, and there was just, he had so much going on. And I I appreciate that we did get to hear how he, the raft, you know, like what happened once they put him on that raft and stuff. I, I loved that when they were together stuck or trapped in that little area or whatever it was store or whatever it was and how we got to hear his story of how they got on the rafts and then they go. And we all know Morgan is the one who told Padre where they were. And then everybody kind of scattered. Um, and then I wanted to bring up this topic because this, I did some research and found some things out. So when he's talking, he tells her that some of the people got captured by Padre. They went with them. The others, some were, were able to escape. He talks about how these people couldn't trust him because of all the things he did at the tower. um, You know, just all that. He tried to help them find food. He was trying to do all this in appreciation for them, allowing him on the rafts. Because like he said to Alicia, they're never letting me on these rafts. They're not going to do it. yeah, You know, because he was horrible at the tower, you know? I mean, he's done a lot of bad things. So they didn't need to let him be on the raft, you know, and all that. And he knows that, you know, so he was trying to, make amends for that or, you know, appreciate, show appreciation that, Hey, you guys did this for me. I'm going to help you find food. I'm going to help you find, you know, somewhere to be, but they wouldn't do it. And so he left, but when he returned, they were all dead. And he said, cause he said like these guys, the, the walkers that were coming at them. So doing some research and seeing some tweets and different things or whatever we call it, tweets now, um, there is a spec, this is totally speculation on my part. I, I don't have any kind of AMC confirmation. But the people that died could very well be these major characters. And this will be the only – their deaths are going to be off screen. We're not going to see. So the ones – there are three significant characters and, and three other ones. So it would be Sarah and Wendell and Jacob, Josiah, Sabrina, wow. and Maya.
0: And wow.
1: I, you know, I wrote an article that said, did Fear the Walking Dead kill several longtime characters off of screen on Undead Walking? You can find it there. And I go into why I believe this and, you know, everything. And I just want to say, if that's how they do this, for especially Sarah, Wendell, and Jacob, who have been there since seasons four and five, I I, I just, I, it just breaks my heart for these actors who have poured a yeah. lot. This is... They've made these characters, you know, and they're very popular characters. I mean, you know, I don't know about Jacob as much, but Sarah and Wendell, everybody loves Sarah and Wendell. And this is the send off you're going to give them. And again, maybe not, but right at this point, you know. I double checked. I I went back and double checked the raft scene to see who was all there. And so, you know, Josiah, he or Demetrius Gross, who played, he played Josiah and Emil, the twins. And he was there. He actually was helping carry Alicia out when they were carrying her. And then uh, Sabrina was, um, you know, she, she was with Teddy. Then she was with Arno. And then when that all happened, then she went with Morgan's group and Maya was the woman towards where Dwight and Sherry found her and she was looking for her son. So she went to the tower. So, I mean, I, those, the last three aren't as significant, but Sarah, Wendell and Jacob.
0: (laughs) Wow. I hope that isn't true. That would be, so I totally missed that when he, when Mm -hmm. Strand talked about it, I didn't I just thought he was talking about people. Yeah. And I thought, okay, he's just talking about people he was around. I did not even think that he meant them. And I kept thinking, okay, hopefully we'll get to see them. Yeah. Because I want to see where all these people are. Because we hadn't seen Strand mm-hmm. in all this time, right? And Luciana, too. Yes, we hadn't seen them. them. So I'm thinking, oh, they're going to show gradually. now. Yeah, gradually. And
1: the reason that I put weight in this is because Mo Collins, who plays Sarah did, there was a little bit of a Twitter interaction with somebody where she said, well, I haven't been on this series since season seven. And then someone kind of mentioned this, uh, that, you know, Oh, something they said a line about everybody starving. And, and she just kind of responded back like, Oh, we survived the apocalypse, but not star," or, And then we end up starving or something like that. So I just yeah. was, I, that's what made me really start diving into it a little more deeply and listening to it again. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. And, and yeah, and there were a lot of people on the raft. So maybe he is talking about
0: other other people. random ones. Let's hope yeah. so.
1: So mm-hmm. we'll see. But if not, that is just a terrible disservice to these actors.
0: It is. It is. So let's, yeah. I just
1: wanted to bring it up and, you know, hopefully I'm wrong. I don't like to be wrong, but this time I want to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So anyway. Yeah, that would be... That yeah. was my soapbox. Thank you.
0: Well, that was because that was the moment between them yeah. and you picked up on what they said. <laughs> yeah. Cause and because like, uh, it was, it was a good moment between was. them. And I, I'm glad that, yeah. you know,
1: I like it when they do these little things like this and, sh- you know, don't just, oh, here's Strand, he's back. Well, what happened? how did he get, the-? you know, like, I'm glad that yeah. we kind of learned about his journey on the raft and what happened after that, how he, why he wasn't a Padre, you know, and so that there were more than just him that escaped.
0: Okay. I do want to add one more Mm -hmm. thought to what you're saying before we move on to Madison and Strand. But I want to say that if that is true, and they are no longer on the series, and they did die, I would hope that... They would have at least a better send off in even their characters, mm-hmm. right? In talking about their characters, like this is what and naming them. Mm-hmm. This is what they did for me and how, you know, mm-hmm. instrumental it was for me to live and to move on something or to help me change or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. So I'm still going <laughs> to, I'm, the, come on writers. I, <laughs> we need to hold out hope and hope that you incorporate that somehow, even if. It is not with the actors, even though, yeah, it would be great to have the actors Mm -hmm. come back on in some manner. Let's hope that Mo Collins was just hiding her, you know, re-entry into uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't know. We'll we'll wait to see what happens there. But here between mm. Strand and Madison, there was, um, I just, again, like I said, I love their dynamic. Mm-hmm. We saw betrayal and trust mm-hmm. because at first, you know, they were kind of betraying each other, but then they have to learn to trust one another and help one another and, you know, defending one another and all of that. So I do like seeing that because mm. they do have that connection and they do, you know, hold on to one another and they do, uh, you know, it is where we see Strand's evolution of who he is and and pieces that he needs to, he is who he is. You know, there is some things that are innate in you and you're not going to let go of him. And he's always been kind of this con man and looking out for himself. We didn't talk about, sorry, I'm jumping around a little bit here, but we didn't talk about his family. What did you think of Frank and um, Klaus, uh, Klaus.
1: Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I thought they were really neat. I, you know, that, that Klaus, I, I, I did question why he like sided up to Madison so quickly. I thought that was a little bit odd. Usually younger people are a little more like, mm, you know, kind of, you know, whatever. I don't know. It was just, I thought he really connected with her awfully quickly, but maybe. Well, Frank
0: said, because that motherly thing he yeah, said. So, he's, yeah, it could be. Yeah. that.
1: But, um. No, know I thought they were very yeah, they were interesting and the whole, the whole, like you said, the whole community was just interesting how they came to be where they are, you know, and they kind of, okay, this is where we live now. We <laughs> can't go anywhere yeah. else. So we're going to make our, community. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I thought they were great. And I, I mean, I can see where they were very good influences on Drance, Drance, yes. Become this Yes. Because he needs a gentling influence, <laughs> you know,
0: he does. And they are good mm-hmm. people. And that's what I really appreciate about them. Mm-hmm and the kid uh and maybe Madison saw that mm-hmm. because i think she does tell him you know i see i see who they are and you're doing a good job mm-hmm. so she was kind of you know giving him a little bit of a pat yeah. on the back for that and then of course he talks about how, what alicia that alicia said she loved me yeah. and that is what made him realize that he could be a better mm-hmm. person so i loved that they talked about that and, and it sort of reunited, you know, their relationship. And I think that's when he is like, okay, this is Madison. This is my friend, you know, this is Alicia's mom. And so, um, and as a mom, you know, I think it was,
1: as a mom who lost her, you know, never saw her daughter again. You know, it's gotta mean a lot to know that despite, by everything she's been through, Alicia was, you know, when Strand last saw her, she was still being a good person and helping him and do, you know. Yeah. And so that has to be a good thing yeah. for a mom to hear, you know.
0: Exactly. Because in this world, people
1: <laughs> its hard <to> change
0: <laughs> all the time. People have to do bad mm-hmm. things, ruthless things. And I think that's why we see a lot of the same themes throughout mm-hmm. all of the Walking Dead universe because a lot of people do things that they wouldn't n- normally do, but they have to survive. And some people go to extremes, and some thing- people do things that aren't that forgivable. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, some people do deserve redemption, which we're going to talk about as we get into the next episode and just a little bit here. But uh, so once they are here trying to survive, we do see also Troy is introduced, and we and Troy is back alive again, of course this is not a surprise to any of us because we've seen all the trailers, we've heard mm-hmm. all the things. And so here Troy is back. He did not die in season three, three, mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Like we thought he had. And so what did you think about Troy reemerging and his role?
1: Initially I was very vocal about how this is a totally absurd, you know, <laughs> I was like, because this has been ongoing, like, I've written several articles where something happens and then all of a sudden all the Daniel Sharma fans are like, he's coming back to fear. I mean, this has happened several times since he, so we're talking however many seasons. Like I, it'll just be some, little thing, or they'll see a clip of somebody in the fear trailer. That's Troy; right, He's back. You know, like they've always wanted this, the, you know, and, and that's one thing fear is good about doing like with Madison. The fans wanted her back. All right, we'll figure out a way to resurrect her. You know? So <laughs> I think they just. Thought.
0: Well, she We didn't see her dead. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I do want to say, I do want to say, I never thought she was dead back mm-hmm. then. I just didn't believe it. Even yeah. back then I thought I, she could be alive. I think
1: Most people thought that, but it was like, will they ever bring her back more? It was more of the question, you yeah. know, but the fans rallied and man, yeah. they, you know, they, they re- and they did influence that, you know, I mean, the, the creators have said that the fans, you know, they listened to the fans and brought her back, but Troy, you know, like I said, several times this has happened since he's been gone. And so it was always like the dude was bashed in the head, whatever, you know? So, and again, like you said, it wasn't a surprise because they had the, the clip on amc.com. <laughs> yeah. It was his yeah. scene and all this. But, um, I, first of all, I thought, you know, I was like, well, it's no surprise that he's bitter and, you know, mad about how she left him when he wasn't dead. I mean, you know, she had no idea he wasn't dead. No one did. He looked dead. You know, (laughs) he was, she bashed him pretty hard. So, you know, um, we can understand his bitterness about all this and everything. Um, I was shocked. Well, like, you know, we saw the bag, you know, at the end of season, the mid season, we saw that bag and that person putting her arm in there, but it was still kind of like, oh gosh, she really does have her arm, you know, have Alicia's arm, you know? So that was, you know, yeah. still kind of shocking, even though we kind of saw it ahead of time, but you know, it's like, oh crap, yeah. he just gave it to her mom, you know? So yeah. So, you know, I, I like him as a villain. I, I really do. And I, I think, you know, I, um, I had said on Twitter or online somewhere and said that, you know, I, as absurd as an idea of bringing him back, I thought initially thought it was, I'm liking it so far, you know, because I think he just, it's an added element that they need. They needed a villain for the end, you know, so why not bring someone familiar?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, when you said about that scene, about putting, um, the, the arm in a bag and all of that. I had forgotten about that, that we had speculated on yes. who the person would be. We were trying to figure out their hands. Their hands were smaller, not large. <laughs> no. And so we're like, ooh, who could it be? Who could it be? Yeah, so I remember, yeah, I was, remember, yeah, now I that, was
1: comparing things when people said it was Troy. I was like, I saw the hands. I'm like, that could be
0: Troy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much fun. Yeah. So I... <sighs> you know, the fact they resurrected him, I I was like, Oh, gosh, this is so far-fetched. But again, if you don't see the Mm -hmm. body, anybody can come back. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Now, I remember Troy being a Kind of a bad guy. I don't remember him just being well. He sort of a bad guy. He, he was, wasn't he? Trying to kill his brother he, he's, he, and trying to get one over on Nick. Well, but then and him and Nick,
1: that? him and Nick, kind of made up like towards the end of everything. Him and Nick kind of because he's. I mean, he said he feels like Nick was a brother to him. You
0: know? Yes, so they yes, did he kind does say of
1: that. Yeah, um, I don't think they were. I don't. Yeah, they they did kind of seem to start making some kind of you know progress there with a friendship or something. But then he his just psychotic tendencies just took over, and he just you know brought the horde to the broke jaw ranch and killed everybody. Yeah, which is what he's blaming Madison for now. It's like, wait a minute, you did all that. Well, wait
0: a minute. That's what I kept thinking. I'm like, why is he blaming her? He, what did uh, she was defending what they had their living area, whatever it was, because his father was the bad guy, and he was supporting that. That's what I recall anyway. And
1: yeah, I mean, that was all true. I mean, Troy, he brought the, the horde to the the ranch and all all that was, he was responsible for all of that. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah,
0: That yeah, just kills me when that's like, you, yeah, you did, did this. I'm like, <laughs> why is it Madison saying, what the heck are you talking about, buddy? I guess <laughs> I had, like, know.
1: hammered at Strand's head, so she was a little nervous.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so there is that point where Troy has them on the mm-hmm. ground and he has that gun pointed at Strand. Because he wants to learn of where Padre's at. Because that's the whole thing. I want to... Mm-hmm take my people to Padre, I want to have a a safe Mm -hmm. community. And you need to tell us where it's at, because that's the whole thing that he wants. Because he says, you took from me my land, you know, my people, whatever he says, and now he wants to do Mm -hmm. the same to her, he wants to give it to her and take the place. And so he has gunpoint at Strand. And you know, when Strand was talking and saying that he was Strand, and finally admitting who he was, to Frank and Klaus. Klaus, sorry, but uh, when he says that, for a second, I thought, "Oh my God, is Strand going to die?" Because I, because you don't know. know, you don't know, and I thought, "Oh my God, is this how Strand is going out?" So then I got scared mm-hmm. for a minute. I'm like, "No, please don't kill Strand." I'm glad they didn't because that's like when you had mentioned earlier when the troops come in, Daniel and June and Jane Sherry and come, come in. With, yeah all kinds of people. So to save the day for now. So that was, that was nice to see. And then of course, Troy claims that he killed Alicia. Here's her arm. And then, you know, Madison is left in a disbelief with, Mm -hmm. you know, did this happen? What's happening? So it kind of ended on a funny note. I thought. Yeah. It was
1: like an odd spot to end. I thought. so.
0: (laughs) I thought so too. Yeah. Did you have any other thoughts on this episode? I'm still wondering why he can't find Padre
1: when she called out the coordinates on the radio. I don't. You know, like I've been trying to research yeah. it to see if, if I'm, you know, did I, you know, sometimes you just miss a little thing. Someone says, "Oh, it was a meeting point, not Padre." But in the thing, every you know, everyone, it was she was reading the coordinates to Padre's location. So it's I.
0: She reading it too. I don't know. No, on the radio when he's part. when he's
1: filling that bag. Yeah, when he's putting everything in that bag, you see the map. You see all this. Oh. He's like Madison Clark, I'm doing this, and Padre has fallen, and blah blah blah. Here are the coordinates, blah. And he wrote them down, and so I'm, I don't understand what happened in the meantime.
0: <laughs> mm, you know what I mean? <laughs> I hear what you're saying because he actually heard yes. the coordinates at she that said, time. I am
1: This is Madison Clark, and he's like.
0: Well, that's so weird that it that was just a few episodes ago. <laughs> that was the. It's last. not like it was a year that ago. Was the last but oh, it was the goodness.
1: mid-season yeah. finale. Yes, and this shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, we yeah. don't know the time frame, but it shouldn't be that long because Pod they haven't done anything with Padre. They're still trying to build it. They're still trying to do these things, so that you yeah. know there hasn't been much time between those two episodes. And I don't understand. No, I haven't seen anyone else question this. So I, maybe I just need to put it on twitter and find out what's going on or what other people yeah like i said maybe i missed a little thing because once in a while i get these things in my head like what in the world and some of like oh don't you remember they did this nope i did not remember that thank you (laughs) there's (laughs) where it is so i yeah i could have just missed something so i'm gonna be researching that i'll get back to you
0: (laughs) okay sounds good but
1: yes overall i i thought it was a decent episode um you know i'm Really happy for you know Strand. We'll see what happens. He still has you know episodes to go to <laughs> to, to make a mess of everything. I don't know. Um, and like I said, I in, you know enjoyed seeing Troy again and his villain role. So yeah,
0: yeah. So the two things that I want to bring up are the things that bother me, mm-hmm. and one is Madison and this oxygen. Mm-hmm. I don't even like that whole. Idea storyline, and I I know that they did it because she was in a fire, and they're trying to say she had mm-hmm. you know whatever a, a repercussions yep. of what that happened. But I hate it. I hate that she has to get this oxygen. One, where they keep getting it, <laughs> I don't know, is one. But two, it just interferes with her having to fight people because. She has to fight walkers, she has to fight people, and then she's always out of breath. It just I don't like it. It's too uh stumbling. It's inconsistent because when yeah. we
1: don't see the oxygen tank, then all of a sudden she has to have it. You know, like if it's if it's this chronic, then she's gonna be reliant on that more. You know what I mean? Which I, I understand, yeah, what you're yeah. saying. I don't really like the whole that whole, you know, storyline there, but It's like, it's not consistent. And that's the part that, that, that bothers me because we didn't see her use it for a while. And all of a sudden, you know, she has to have it again. So.
0: Right. Yeah. So I agree. I just, just it just interferes with her having to fight people things. I don't, I don't know. So I wish, Yeah, I Mm -hmm. don't know. We'll see, but she has to have it now. So we'll see. Um, And also, which we kind of already talked about, but how many people need to tell Frank and Klaus that this is Victor Strand. It's like, (laughs) Madison says it, Daniel says it. Troy says it it's like come on yeah. it is Victor Strand come on that's who he is yeah, Just call him out on it and he seems to, and Frank seems so surprised yeah. when Victor says I'm Victor it's like <gasps> you are I, I'm like I
1: think oh, that goes back goodness. to the fact that they're such good people they can't believe someone would do this you know because they would never do yeah. that so this may you know how long have we been together for you know it's been a seven-year jump but how long have they been together and uh, quite a while I think yeah. you know and Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Because I thought that too. They're like, okay, how many times we're going to say this?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, oh. Okay, finally, you you understand now that it's coming out of his mouth. All right, so let's segue into episode eight, which is Iron Tiger. We see Madison, Strand, and Daniel locate Luciana, who has been covertly aiding others by supplying fuel and support for the past seven years. Mm-hmm. Still, I can't believe it's been seven years. And amidst this, Madison discovers the truth about Charlie's involvement in Nick's death, feeling responsible Charlie willingly agrees to infiltrate Troy's group, hoping to make amends. However, her mission results in a tragic sacrifice that deeply affects the group, leaving Madison feeling defeated. So what was a highlight or something that stood out to you in this episode? I was
1: really glad that we got to- you know, I didn't know how Charlie and you know, we all assumed she would have died from the She looked pretty rough when we last saw her in season seven. So, you know, and Daniel made a comment, you know, he said um, in early in the first part, he said, I wasn't there for Charlie and Luciana making it like, oh, shoot, did they both die? You know, I mean, like, that's kind of how, but, that was right. it. you know, he didn't say anything else. So, um, I, you know, I thought, well, they probably wouldn't do Luciana like that because she was, you know, a major character. And and Charlie really kind of has been, too. But um, I could see that, you know, maybe being all that we would know that Charlie, you know. So seeing her was a surprise, and I enjoyed that. And I'm glad. I always wanted to see that confrontation between her and Madison because I I figured how it would go about, you know, kind of thing. Not the end result, but I figured that, you know, Madison was going to be – Upset. I mean, they brought this girl in. Nick and her brought her in to the diamond. You know, they brought her in to you know, let her right. live with them. She betrays them. I mean, there was just all this stuff, and it's like, then you killed my son, you know. <laughs> you know, it her reaction right. was completely valid, you know. And but I was very I I, I like how um Alexa that plays um uh Charlie I, she seemed to mature so much, you know, like, yeah, it's been all these years, you know, all this has happened in these years and things, but she herself, the you know, the actress hasn't grown. She hasn't. yeah. It, but I thought she played uh, this when we see her again, she played it so maturely and everything. She did such a good job. Yes, and, she did. Yeah. So I loved seeing yeah. Charlie in that little bit of a, a you know, a storyline. And I always wondered, I, I, I even wrote it in an article it was like, You know, would they would Padre take Charlie in because she's still technically a kid? So I I was like, Oh, I was partly right with that, you know, and stuff. So yeah, so I like that. And then um I loved at the end of the or towards the end of the episode when both Luciana and Daniel call Madison out, which we can talk more about later, but I was like, she deserved everything they said. (laughs) And now all the Madison lovers are gonna, you know, cancel me.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, I have such mixed feelings about her, which we'll 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 get mm-hmm. into. I think for me was seeing all the reunions mm-hmm. and the revelations; those were really the highlights. Because this is, I don't know, but this is what I've been waiting for. I want to see everybody m- meeting up with each other and their reactions. Mm-hmm. I don't know; it's just important mm-hmm. to me. And so, I think with Madison seeing Charlie and discovering all of that, that was huge. (laughs) And also uh, Luciana seeing Madison. Mm -hmm. I mean, she thought she was Mm -hmm. dead and also seeing Strand because, you know, they all don't know that each other have been alive all Mm -hmm. this time. And also with Daniel seeing Luciana and Charlie thinking that they had passed too. Mm -hmm. So there was just all these moments of everybody discovering that their friends or family are still mm-hmm. alive. So I really, that is what stood out to me. That was what I was excited to see and how it was going to pan out. So, um, that's what I appreciated. So there were so many themes mm-hmm. in this, uh, episode. There was redemption and sacrifice. We saw guilt and responsibility and legacy and honor. So did you see those mm-hmm. and or anything mm-hmm. else? throughout this episode. Yeah. it's like with,
1: with Madison and you know, she's trying, she's really struggling with her ability to be redeemable. You know, she, she, you know, has done, she's abducted these children for how long for Padre. She's trying to make amends for that. But then she throws Charlie to the wolves. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I understand she's upset about Nick understandable. That's, you know, your son, this girl killed him, but, putting this little girl to go do that job. I just, you know, it it just makes it very difficult to be like, you deserve redemption (laughs) because now you're doing, you, you, you vowed to help kids. You vowed to get them back to their parents and then you're going to throw Charlie, like, she's still a kid, you know what I mean? Regardless of, you know, she's a young adult, whatever she, to Madison and you know, she's a kid. And so she like, on one hand says, okay, I'm going to help all the kids, but then does that to Charlie, you know, and it's just really, really hard. Um, And then like, um, you know, Charlie, you know, she's trying so hard to tell, I don't, I, I know she said it several times about how sorry she is about killing Nick. She was 11. You know, she had, like she said, these adults were manipulating her every, all over the place yeah.
0: I like I that did. she said. That. I was so yeah. glad
1: she said that because she's like, you guys, it was yeah. 11 and these people were doing this to me. But she, you know, I, I just want to say how many times does she has to say that she's truly sorry. I just wanted someone to hug her and say, "We OK, we, we know you're very sorry. You know, like she needed I feel like she needed to hear that, you know, yeah. but I just feel like she, you know, her sacrifice, like, you know, it, it was it was unnecessary, you know, like I just, it's, it's, it's frustrating because she should have been put in that position, you know, and then she felt like that was how she had to honor Alicia and Nick by killing herself. And that, you know, it was just, oh man, it was just gut-wrenching, you know, and I know Charlie isn't always a popular character with people because she's done a lot of things, but man, this, but uh, you know, the actress is outstanding and bravo to her for taking on that role because, you know, it, she got a lot of hate for, you know, this character she played. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was tough. And then, you know, I, I just love Luciana and Daniel's relationship. They are just, yeah. Uh, to learn that she is the reason he got thrown. He thought he got thrown in the swamp because yeah. I'm just an old man, can't Ooh. do anything. I, no, I was like, I was, I was <laughs> that made me so happy for him because, you know, he was, we didn't know what was going on with him for a while there. You know, with his mental, you know, like was, he, getting, you know, yeah. I don't know what was going on and she, she, yeah. And she had lied
0: to him yes, I mean, about his daughter. To him yeah. So. You know, there's
1: a lot of stuff going on there, but mm-hmm. I love their relationship. So I love that she, on this side, she, you know, stood up for him and got him out of Padre. And then now at that, you know, he's standing by her side and he's going to make sure she doesn't end up like Charlie and Ophelia. He is, you know, and so I, I just love that. Um, I loved how they put that together. And then, um, how you know everyone is, you know, Nick and Alicia have gotten to the for- foreground again because of Madison's return and trying to learn about what happened to her children. So I just love that everyone's honoring the things that they think they would have wanted, or you know, like in Alicia's case, she had said, "I want pa- that Padre to be right." And that, so I just love that honoring. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah, like there's just all these themes, and there's so many neat little
0: pieces. Two of those. Yeah, there is. Uh, so with redemption and sacrifice, yes. Uh, there's so there's complexity to forgiveness within Madison and we see her go through it throughout the episode. So, and I'm glad it wasn't, it was a little bit quick yeah. when she finally figured it out. But at the same time, she did had to go through it. And I'm going to say, um, And also we saw second chances, right? So with forgiveness and redemption. So before we were talking, you and I were talking about Madison. So I want to bring her up a little bit because she was probably not my favorite character. I don't know that she still is my favorite character, but at the same time, I think she's important to Fear the Walking Dead. I think her character is very important because she was never super likable. Mm -hmm. When she first entered, she always had this edge because she was about protecting herself and her kids. And that's Mm -hmm. all she, there was nobody else. It's like my kids come first and that's who I'm going to protect. And everybody Mm -hmm. else kind of stand back because this is who I'm going to do. And so you're like, well, but you know, what about everybody else? And do you? And then, of course, there are certain people that she was. I mean, Strand was her friend, mm-hmm. so she did protect him too. But I also think that I don't know. There's something real about her character, and I think sometimes maybe we don't want to face certain things because sometimes I wonder how would I act with my kids. Mm-hmm. I actually think I do have a kind heart and would not want to hurt anybody else, but then I don't know my kids, right? Are you going (laughs) to hurt my kids? Because I don't know, mama bear is going to step out and protect them above everything else. So it's hard. It's a hard line. It's a hard thing to balance, right? When you're trying to protect the people that you love most, but also um, protect other people. Mm -hmm. So- It's different because we see Rick, Rick's willing to protect a lot of people. Yes, he's going to protect his people, but he also steps out and, you know, even when his family, when Lori and when Carl would say, don't leave, don't leave, but he's all no, I've Mm -hmm. got to help these others. And of course that made us all love Rick because Mm -hmm. you're like, you're not only protecting your family, you're protecting other people. And I think that's what makes him such a hero Mm -hmm. in my eyes anyway. But that's not so much Madison. That's not Madison at all. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. the, you know, I'm gonna protect this, this small group. But um, but I also do appreciate what she ch- is trying to do because she's always trying, like she realizes she does something wrong, and then she's gotta figure out how to atone for her own wrongdoings, just like Charlie mm-hmm. is trying to atone for her wrongdoings because, because Charlie did a terrible yeah. thing. And I understand why not against the actress at all. So Mm -hmm. gosh, people, please relax, right? Don't go after these (laughs) actors. They are doing what they are supposed to be doing. But as far as the character, yes, I know she was 11, Mm -hmm. but, and she didn't really know that what she was doing at 11, but at the same time she still did it. So I understand how it affected Madison because this is her son, the person that she (laughs) loves Mm -hmm. so hard. And that's how it started Mm -hmm. with, her and Nick. And I do want to bring up too. We had, we were talking about favorite characters, and I wondered my favorite character now, because originally my favorite character was probably Nick. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was also um oh my god, I forgot his name. What was Madison's husband's Travis. name? Sorry with a Travis. Travis. I knew it was a yeah. T. Yeah. I really liked mm-hmm. Travis and then Travis was gone. I really liked mm-hmm. Nick mm-hmm. At, for a long time. And then Nick was gone. And then I grew to appreciate Alicia more. Mm-hmm. And then I really loved her. And then I loved John Dorian. Yeah. I think he was one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters ever, but then like, no, he's gone too. So it's like all my favorite characters mm-hmm. are gone. So now you have all these people that are very complex because, I, you know, I mean, Morgan is gone too, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from, I mean, not dead yeah, gone, but, but he's like picture. gone from the series. So I don't know. I don't know who my favorite character is. You know, I mean, Luciana is a very great character, Mm -hmm. but she's not to me one of the main Mm -hmm. characters, even though I do appreciate her. And then Daniel has done some terrible things too. So, you know, you have all these people that have to make certain choices. So we see a lot of second chances Mm -hmm. with all these characters and also people trying to redeem themselves Mm -hmm. and being selfless. Charlie was very Mm -hmm. selfless in what she did. And I did not as much as I didn't like what she did and I I kind of understood Madison's point even though I don't think she should have sent her mm-hmm. I thought that that was very spiteful mm-hmm. but I didn't want Charlie to do that and I didn't like mm-hmm. it when she did it I'm like what mm-hmm. they actually <laughs> made her do this writers please yeah. I don't know it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted for her. I mean, if you're going to sacrifice yourself, I'd rather you sacrifice yourself in uh, defending people against Mm -hmm. walkers or maybe setting off a a thing with somebody, the bad guys in Mm -hmm. it. Right. And you're doing it too. But the way she did it, I just, I didn't like Mm -hmm. it. I didn't like it. So I wish that hadn't happened to her, but we also see that Luciana had sacrificed uh, at the time you know, for Daniel Mm -hmm. to keep Daniel safe, but it ended up working to her advantage. And she is the one who figured out how to use her strengths and her abilities to help other people. So I love that she is continuing with what she was doing. And I, and I didn't get this until the second uh, time watching that she was building all of these, I think 23 of them, I Mm -hmm. believe all across to Arizona, Mm -hmm. all these, outposts that she has. So I just think that that's kind of great. And I'm hoping that will play in some future walking dead universe area, or maybe it'll help tie in yeah. the ending. So did
1: you notice um, that she took, so I think it was, wasn't it Clayton that, that told he was the one who set out the boxes. Originally she met him. Ah, uh, yeah. She used yeah. his call. So yeah, uh, yeah, she was polar bear, which was what I had his, so I thought that was a nice throwback to him because that's where she, you know, got the idea to do those uh, the boxes and things like that. And I thought it was right. very smart of her to okay, Padre, I'm going to make your fuel for you because I learned how to do this. Then she is pilfering, you know, like S- I'm going to use some of this for good. Over right? Too. So she's, you know, I, I love. Yeah, she's just so smart, you know, to to do
0: all those. She things. is. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. Well, she was the leader of her. Well, it felt like she was the leader of her community way back when. Yeah, I when Nick first well, met so her, we, she was very smart. Yeah, she was and with very resourceful. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: she's always been that way. So yeah, I yeah. yeah. So it's it's good to see her sticking to her guns and and sticking to her beliefs and doing those things, you know.
0: And I, yeah, I do love that yeah. about her. So, so she is a good character. I'm glad we finally got to see her yeah. again. Took long, <laughs> took long enough. Um, you know, yeah, there are so many themes that, like we had talked about, that played throughout mm-hmm. this. And uh, so it was good to see those. And again, with legacy and honor, we do see Madison still trying to honor her children's mm-hmm. legacy, of course, by building something meaningful. And I think I, it reminds me back when she was about to, like, my kids are gone. What do I need to be alive for? But it was, it was um, Morgan who pulled her out of that. Yeah, yeah. And told, told her, you know, what her kids had done. And, and so then, um, you know, she decided to go on. And then now she, of course, is uh, trying to do better. So again, second chances. And also Daniel's relationship with Luciana. And Charlie, like you had mentioned, I love mm-hmm. that too. I love that he cared for these family daughters yeah. uh, roles. Mm-hmm. And so it was hard, him losing Charlie too. It
1: wouldn't surprise me if, if Daniel ends up killing Troy. Because <laughs> he, yeah, he was uh, so upset. Oh
0: surprising. my God, he was, he was yeah. so mad. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, the ending, you had talked, and you may want to speak a little more to this about Daniel uh, and Luciana telling Madison what she did. I do want to say I I did feel a little bit sorry for <laughs> Madison. I don't know why, why? I don't know why, but I did um, because yes, she did some this, but it was still Charlie's decision and she didn't want Charlie to do it. She's all no, Charlie, you don't have to do this. You don't. So she didn't want her to do that. So she hurt. It wasn't her intention for Charlie to die at was all at all. What? I know I yeah I mean like go ahead when she by the time
1: she told her she didn't have to do it Troy was already already had her
0: well he didn't well first she told her come back and she says I oh, can't okay. she said no you can't come back and she's all no I'm really can't come back he has me and then when they think something's okay. up she's That's, telling her been. okay you know mm-hmm. she's basically so to me Madison didn't want any harm to come to her when she mm-hmm. came to her senses. She was still going through her grief. Mind you, she just realized yeah. her son was killed. Mm-hmm. So she had an automatic yeah. reaction. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't think she's the most likable person. She's not my most favorite character, but I don't know why. Maybe, uh, I, I,
1: it's probably the mother in you feeling her, you know, she, yes, and you know I that is a very so. valid point because she is like, She's been doing all this, and the time span of that first part of the season, you know, where she just found out, or or, I guess that was no, there was that was the time jump. Then, so yeah, I I was just talking about her grief, you know, trying to mourn her children and things like that. Yeah. So that's probably why you just
0: never goes away. Grief never goes away. And then when you when you first learn of how or what, it just comes back because.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they, you know, so. in the meantime, what they had told her about Nick, you know, obviously, I mean, they didn't tell her Charlie, you know, so.
0: So she's mad at herself. Mm-hmm. She is so mad at herself because she brought Charlie in. So I don't think, I think her lashing out is at Charlie, mm-hmm. but it's also at herself mm-hmm. because Madisonville is very responsible. You do mm-hmm. as a parent for your kids, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, God, I did this one. I brought you in that Pisses me mm-hmm. off, and then you go and yeah, you're the one kill my son. Him. Jeez, that is just a horrible thing. So she's hating herself too, but she's just taking yeah, it course. out on Charlie at that mm-hmm. moment when she says, "Okay, go do yeah. this and go kill him for me." Uh, you tricked us. I'm sure you can trick him yeah. too. So maybe she didn't expect her to do it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But at the at that, that very end point, we do see we do see Troy. Talking about Tracy and just bringing up a lot of things that even more uh, Madison doesn't understand. She's all, like, what are you talking yeah. about? I don't understand. Was this about your father? And he's all, no, it's not yeah. about my father. And so all this information comes out of his mouth that she is surprised to hear. But then, of course, he's off looking for a kid. And I found it interesting. She's all, when she goes to help Troy and she goes, you look, I'm not going to have another child on my Back, so I'm gonna help you, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, now you're gonna help him. Um, as they go searching for whoever it is he is searching mm-hmm. for and why. So, but then she does feel defeated, and that is when Daniel tells her off, and Luciana tells her off, and then. Strand tries to convince her it's not her doing and because of course he understands Mm -hmm. her because he thinks the way she thinks. So they are two peas in a pod in a way. And, uh, but she's like, just feeling, just so defeated and walks off. Did you have any other thoughts or what you're hoping to see in the next few episodes?
1: Well, I don't know who Tracy's mom is. That's for sure. (laughs) I want to get to the bottom of that because it doesn't, nothing he said, nothing he made. You know, he's telling Madison that she killed her mom, that she did this, but that, but she, but this girl is the one who saved or The woman is who saved him at, the dam. I'm like, who is this Bye. person? And they,
0: well, I'm trying to remember who was at the dam, right? So we'd have to go back and look at the those proctors, episodes.
1: The proctors were there. And then the group that, I can't remember I, the names, but there was the group at the dam that were originally at the dam that manned it or did whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah. But when they asked, um, were, I read an interview with the showrunners and they asked them, they're like, Oh, we're going to ask this question. No, they're not getting the answered. But they said, so is the mom, somebody w- we know, they said, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> that was <laughs> that's like, yeah
0: great so, thank you
1: yeah, I, but of course yeah everyone's brains are reeling to try to figure out you know people are like oh it's alicia's child and they're thinking this and they're thinking that and yeah so it's um yeah so i want to know who the mom is that's my one thing but i you know like um yeah it's, there's just a lot of you know it's like we only have a couple episodes left so how you know we, there's just a lot of questions
0: you know Exactly, there are a lot of questions. I don't know either. I want to know who. I want to see Tracy too. Yeah. I want to see who Tracy is. I'm assuming she's this little girl who's whatever age she is. I don't even yeah, know. Well, they
1: her, I mean, she our, was in some of the one of the trailers or something. There was a little girl, and uh,
0: oh yes, yes, I do. You? But I haven't seen her. I think mm-hmm. I saw a picture or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and who's the mom? And I want to know why people just don't kill Troy. <laughs> it's like. You had all these chances to just kill him if you really wanted to like kill why him. Did Daniel, it's like, had, yeah, Daniel was yeah, – yeah, he, like – he said, Exactly. Because he
1: said, Daniel – I thought, again, go back to the writing. Daniel says, the next time I'll make sure you're dead or whatever, but doesn't do it. I'm like, yeah. so then why do you say it? Why are we – you know, if you're yeah. not going to just do it. I, yeah, it, that didn't make sense. So,
0: yeah. And Madison had a mm-hmm. chance to do it. Like, when she went to go find us – I mean, you could have just killed him. Yeah. You would have been able to protect – Padre, if that really is your ultimate goal. But of course, this is a story. (laughs) And if they kill him, then they're not going to have the villains. Okay, whatever. But I don't know. I just feel like it could have been written (laughs) just a little bit better. Not that I'm a writer. And I, I give so much credit to people when people don't like TV shows or movies. I'm like, but people put their heart and yeah. soul into this. They wrote this, they acted in it, they directed it, they put their money in it, they did. So I try to give credit, a lot of credit, but, and I am giving credit and I'm still watching yeah, Fear I'm the Rock. Watching- I'm still a fan. I still want them to do well, but I just wish it was written yeah. just a little bit better. I wish the writers could just step back and really watch the episode mm-hmm. and and see what we see. That is just lacking mm-hmm. in continuity and and plot holes and everything else and so
1: to, uh, to go back know. to Troy killing him off i'm glad they didn't kill him off right away though because that's kind of been their their mo here this you know let's introduce a, let's introduce a character by the end they're dead i hate that because we in, yeah. we've seen so many characters who had so much potential you know and they're they just yeah. here guy there's this person they going to serve a purpose in this episode and now they're dead so Yeah.
0: Well, but the thing is, if okay, I feel though the way they've written it, they've given people opportunity to kill him. So what they should how they should have written it is where they don't Mm -hmm. have the opportunity. Yeah. Where Troy's always has the upper hand on them and they get away somehow. Right. But not that. (laughs) Yeah. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Don't give our group these missed opportunities because Mm -hmm. it makes it look like they can't handle it or make the right decision. Mm -hmm. So that is what I mean by that. It's not that he has to be dead. It's just that Mm -hmm. you've you've given him these opportunities (laughs) that they haven't taken. (laughs) So, you know, we see at the very end a lot of division between the group. Mm -hmm. And also, I think. You know, Padre, what it represents to everybody, but it represents the safety Mm -hmm. and the sanctuary that everybody wants. Everybody wants Mm -hmm. to get to a safe place where you can live without these zombies. Oh, do you know what I wanted to say? One thing I wanted to say, in the zombies in both these two episodes... I kept waiting for the zombie to do something. I think I'm used to Daryl <laughs> Dixon. And not not so much be yes. a super zombie, but at least yeah. be a variant mm-hmm. of some sort. And the fact that they haven't utilized that, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, I feel like you're missing an mm-hmm. opportunity here because I've been waiting for somebody to do something mm-hmm. and they haven't. So <laughs> I, I kind of wish they yeah. had done something a little bit more with the zombies here. All right, so let's get to, and the award goes mm-hmm. to, in both of these episodes, any moment, what was your favorite quote, character, or moment?
1: My am going back to Daniel when he tells Madison there is something fundamentally wrong with you. I just, I, I laughed, I, you know, kind of out loud when he said it, but it was like, you know, he he, <laughs> he was angry, you know, he's sitting there in the back of that pickup truck with poor Charlie's body. She's right there under the tarp and he has to sit there that whole time. Aww, and I just kind of, I, was, I was, know what, like what he was going through, because those, you know, all you know, Ophelia, Charlie, Luciana, they've always been, you know, that, that he just, he, treat, you know, treats them all like, you know, daughters or all, you know, even though, you know, yeah. some of them not, are not, but you know, it's just one of those things where I just, I did, I did for a second have a little bit of, feel sorry for Madison. And then I got ticked off again about the Charlie thing. (laughs) So I just like, forget it. I'm not, it's gone. That was fleeting. But I I just, I'm, (laughs) I'm sure that there'll be a point when Daniel, Luciana and Madison can come back together before the end. I'm sure that that'll happen. But at this moment, she needed to hear those things. She needed to understand what Daniel was feeling. I mean, they've been together for, since the beginning. And, you know, I think, Those types of friendships and relationships that have, you know, endured so much, it's okay to to voice those opinions and and emotions. You know, when someone does something that horrific, you know, it it affects you that deeply. They, you know, if I had a friend that, you know, I I I did something that, you know, if they came to me, I, yeah, I'd be upset probably whatever, but think about it I deserved that I did, and I needed to hear that and and in Luciana she's worked really hard for that and for her to say you know that she's like this is you can have this fuel I'm never giving you another because you know you you put me in jeopardy now Troy and all the bad guys know everything about me and what we're doing so yeah so I just loved that whole thing just cuz I felt like it needed to be said but that quote itself was just outstanding <laughs> yeah. and and I do want to say you know so for the people think that I am just beating Madison up. I agree with, I like how you said that, you know, she's not always your favorite character or whatever, but she is important to the story. And I believe that hundred percent, you know, because she, she's yeah. the legacy character. She needs, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of nice to have this full wow. circle thing. She was there at the beginning. She's here at the end. So no, and I, I believe that hundred percent. She's just not my favorite character, but
0: you know, I, I like how you- well, it's the decisions that she mm-hmm. makes that don't sit right with you. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's funny because when Luciana and Daniel said that to her, I understood mm-hmm. them, but I still felt bad mm-hmm. for Madison. and because I feel like everybody puts all this blame, but it's circumstances and choices. Luciana didn't have to help, but yet she's blaming her for what happened. but uh, all these other dynamics happen too. I mean, it is choice fault. He's the bad mm-hmm. guy here, trying to do all mm-hmm. of this. Um, like I said, I don't want Charlie to have done what she did mm-hmm. at all. I didn't want that to happen oh, yeah. at all. But Charlie did it. Charlie didn't have to do that. Charlie could have figured out another way. Um, she was very resourceful. She killed the guy. She that was could have. Impressive. <laughs> she knew, yeah, and they. She knew that they probably weren't going to kill yeah. her because they were using as leverage. She could have ran out somehow. Yeah. Of course, they said, Oh, the glass on the floor, but come on, Charlie could deal with that. Mm-hmm. There's bloody feet. And mm-hmm. You'll figure it out. So it's kind of a heavy load to lay on, on other people. But with Daniel and Luciana, it's easy to blame when something happens. But I'm hoping that they will all go back <laughs> and just let their anger or whatever it is they're feeling, their grief go because they need time. Just like Madison needed time to deal, figure out Nick's. Mm-hmm. you know, grief and she needed, and then she, um, you know, thought something else. I'm just hoping that will happen with all of them because that's what mm-hmm. I think will happen. And they'll all come back together because they all want to live in a good yeah. place. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping for the next um, episodes that we're, that, mm-hmm. you know, we will see. So my favorite, okay, sorry, I got, we got yeah, like, gonna... off, <laughs> right. off a little off track there, but my favorite moment truly was Madison finding out about Mm -hmm. her son, because I have always wanted, you know, again, because it's from the beginning, Nick, oh, God, it almost makes me a little emotional. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Nick from the beginning and his mom, Mm -hmm. and, you know, her daughter, Alicia, just those were the core people of what Fear the Walking Dead was about following them, and just finding out what happened to her son. I always wanted that because Alicia ended up forgiving her. Mm-hmm. Although it's funny cuz Strand said, "Oh, Alicia was the first one." I'm like, "I don't think so." Cuz I thought Alicia was a little resistant to her Charlie for a little bit. yes yeah, But was. then even
1: when they kind of went off, she was still kind of, you know, like yeah. So yeah. I don't
0: think she was the first first one. Yeah, I don't think that. She- but I think I think what he was trying to convey is was Alicia's yeah. very forgiving mm-hmm. and and all of that. So, uh, but I did think yeah. that in my mind. I'm like, "I don't think yeah. she was the first one." But her reaction, I've I've wanting to see this, I wanted to mm-hmm. see how Madison would react yeah. to that. And Madison reacted like I expected her, and far as far as emotion, yeah. like being angry and being upset. Mm-hmm. And when she was over there bashing <laughs> all those walkers, I felt yeah. it. I got teary-eyed because she had to let it out mm-hmm. somehow. She just wanted to just let it out and when and when Strand came and grabbed her and she was bent over and she had mm. you know tears saying this was you know i was responsible because i didn't protect my children mm. that's why they're not here because i wasn't there for them and i just i anytime something's emotional and that was <laughs> one of the emotional parts mm. for me and it was sort of coming to f- full circle because it was People from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. um, So that was, that was probably my favorite part. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So, friends out there, let us know what your favorite moment from these episodes were because we would love to know. There were so many. And again, you can reach us on social media. All the links are in the show notes and also at screensinfocus.com. Please share them with us. I just, I'd love to hear from you and know those. Okay, so... We are heading into our TV and movie recommendations. So Renee, have you watched anything in the last two weeks? I'm hoping you have some Halloween movie uh, you know, anything? Yeah,
1: we watched, you know, we watched a lot of all the old school movies, you know, Halloween 3. And we watched all, everyone, Halloween 3, I don't know if you know much about the Halloween movies, but Halloween 3, Michael Myers is not in it. And so it's always this joke, you know, but it's a great movie. It really is. It's, a, it's, it's darker than like, the regular Michael Myers movies and things. And yeah, but it's, yeah, it's great. So we, you know, we did watch that, of course. And then we, we watched Five Nights at Freddy's because my daughter wanted to watch it. <gasps>
0: oh, you did. Like, I'm not a gamer.
1: I don't, like, I don't know anything about this movie. And I'm like, sure, we'll watch it. Because, you know, she wanted to watch it. And didn't know really what to expect, you know, I, I just know I saw like the trailer of this and like, it's kind of a, like a Chuck E. Cheese kind of place, but the animatronics are alive, kind of, you know, and everything. So it's just a, you know, it's just a goofy scary movie you know kind of horror movie thing but i liked it i thought they did a good job with it and i know a lot of people are just like this is garbage and this and that but oh really yeah just i don't know i mean like probably more critics than viewers because a lot of the gamers are going to view it they're going to love it because they understand what's going on you know they've already done this you know now let's see how they do it you know and matthew lillard is in it oh what's his name Josh Hutcherson, he's in it, you know. Yeah. Mary Stuart Masterson is in it, and Theotis Crane, he played uh, Big Tiny, the prisoner in The Walking Dead.
0: Ah, oh, so he, okay. he has
1: a small part in it. Yeah, so yeah, there's, uh, there's a there's our Walking Dead connection with that. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. It's always you know fun to see those. Walking Dead actor sightings. So anyway, so that was really good. And then I started watching. So I, I i have this odd my my skew of my movie likes and or shows and things. I like you know horror zombies and all that, but I also love a good period drama. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, but I didn't I like it when it. they. I thought I was going to be excited when they put them together in Pride and Prejudice zombies. I have tried three times to watch that, and I can't. It, I I don't like it. Don't mix my, don't mix them. So anyway, Gilded Age, um, the season two came out on Sunday. Well, I thought all of season two came out. (laughs) So when I pressed play and it was only the one, I was a little sad. But yeah, so I rewatched the first season because it had been a little while, you know, just to, and plus it's just a fun kind of break. I mean, like if you don't know the Gilded Age is, basically it's just like this time period of just insane materialistic. It's crazy. These people had so much money, the railroads and all these things. And so this series, I've heard, I've read some negative comments about it. And I'm like, that's what the Gilded Age was. I mean, that's why they called it that. You know what I mean? Like it's Uh everything's coated in gold or whatever you know kind of thing but it's it's just a fun look at that time period and how I mean like you can't believe the material these women like use for their their dresses I mean their dresses would probably have 10 yards of material you're more I don't know and it's just a fun uh very over excess kind of period of time but the, it's a it's a good series I didn't I watched the first couple episodes you know when it first came out and I was like yeah, I don't know if I like it and then someone else was like no I really got into it I'm like okay I'll try again so I Fresh started again, and then I loved it. (laughs) So, yeah. So I started watching the second season and the the first episode of the second season. Yeah, it was very good. So I'm excited to see the rest of it as they come out. Now i got to wait weekly for that.
0: (laughs) I know. So I have watched half of the first season, I think, mm-hmm. of the Gilded Age, but I saw that the second season came out. So I went back one night and started to pick up where I left off, but I haven't gotten very yeah. far. I'm not even sure. How many uh, episodes are in a season? Do you know by chance? You know,
1: I don't remember. Um, let's, okay, it must have been nine in season one. And then I think I thought I read season two might have a few less. Yeah. So I guess just like eight and nine episodes for the seasons.
0: Okay. I think I'm not really sure. I'm guessing. I think I'm on episode five okay, so yeah, about half somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I, but I find it like, I don't find it like it's, Oh my God, I have to watch mm-hmm. this, but I am still curious to see it. So it's not like I've discarded it or didn't think it was any good. Mm-hmm. I am interested. So I, mm-hmm. I will probably continue to watch it. It'll be one of those ones that I fit in. Yeah, when I you have can. time. Yeah. And- yeah, when I have time. I have so many reality shows that I'm watching because I watch The Voice, Dancing with the Stars, Survivor, all of those. And so I have to keep up on all of those as I'm mm-hmm. watching other things. So um, I have not seen the uh Five Nights at Freddy. Mm-hmm. Is that the name? Five Nights at Freddy. Now, I have seen so many trailers. I didn't know about it because I didn't realize it was on a video game. My son came to me um, this weekend because I said, oh, me and your dad are going to go to the movies. We're going to go watch Killers of the Flower Moon. And he said, why aren't you watching Five Nights? And I said, I don't even know what Five Nights are at. I said, it just doesn't look like something I'm interested in. These these um, monster things, whatever. The, what did you call them? Animatronics. Yeah, animatronics, they just didn't seem scary to me. I'm like, it's all mom, it's a video game. Everybody wants to see this. I said, Oh, it's a video game. No wonder everybody is so, um, you know, I see it all over the place, because I couldn't figure out what the draw was. So I'm glad you liked it. I will probably wait till it comes out on, uh, you know, on demand for me to watch it. But I can understand the draw now, mm-hmm. now that I know I that. I think it is because we watched it here at home. So I think it was on Peacock, oh, but I couldn't, okay. I don't have movies unless okay. you subscribe I, to it. I now. guess I never know what um, your subscriptions are. And one, um, yeah. the
1: the thing that's funny that you say that about the animatronics, like how they're not scary or whatever. The funniest part is how they, it's like the way that they make them scary. It, you know, it's like almost like facial expressions kind of, but, Animatronic. It's funny, it, it, but it works. It really, like you 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 understand what's happening.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, that's uh, funny. <laughs> All right. So uh thank you, Renee, for those. So my recommendations. I'm just going to run through these. We are continuing to watch Invasion, which is on Apple TV. We are on season two. There's only two seasons so far. Um, I think they're putting them out right now. It might be towards, no, actually it had the season finale. So, um, it's been very intriguing because it is about an alien invasion and how it affects five different people around the world. And you get to see each of their lives as they're dealing with it. So it's been very intriguing. My husband is enjoying this too. So we are watching that. Okay. I did tune in to the Golden Bachelor. I'm behind. Mm-hmm. It's on Hulu. It's about the 72 year old, uh, Jerry Turner, who's, he's been married for a long, long time and his wife passed away. So now he's looking for his encouraged by his daughters to go out and experience the dating world. So now he's on (laughs) The Bachelor. And I've only seen a few episodes. You know, it's still heart. It's kind of heartbreaking, right? Because putting these, uh, older, Generation into this, um, kind of social dating experiment. I mean, it can be tough. Mm. Uh, and so, and then you also hear about these people's lives and how other people have been married for a long time or, or maybe not found love or have been married and their spouse has passed away or wh- mm. all different things. So I don't know. I, I haven't watched too many episodes so far, but it's kind of it's kind of sad in a way, you know, just the lives, but I mean, not in a bad way. I don't mean like it's sad. It's just sad because you've seen these people li- live these lives and what has happened to them and their experiences. That's what I mean by sad, you yeah. know? Um, But uh it, it it is intriguing. And my friend said, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. So I'm like, okay, I'll tune in. So there's that. But like I would mentioned just a few minutes ago, I did go see Killers of the Flower Moon. So this was one of the my most anticipated films to watch because I do love Martin Scorsese and I do love Leonardo DiCaprio. So I'm like, I want to watch this. And so for anybody who doesn't know, it's an American epic Western crime drama, which is directed by Martin Scorsese and co-written uh, from a screenplay that he co-wrote with Eric Roth. And it's starring Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio and Lily Gladstone, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, who are all amazing in it. And it's, I didn't know this story. So I went in not knowing, but it is basically a lesson in the bloody history of the Osage murders Mm. in the 1920s. And it starts off with DiCaprio. He plays Ernest, a man returning from World War I to work for his uncle, William Hale, who is De Niro. And William tells Ernest about the wealthy Osage people because they Made like so much money from oil on their land, but it's all these white men wanting this money from the Osage people murdering them for the money, marrying them, and then murdering them. Just all this stuff happens. It's out there. It's true. (laughs) It happened. It's crazy. You're like, what the heck is happening? I'm glad it's brought to the big screen for us to know about because I wasn't aware Mm, of it. And I think it's important story to be told. And I will tell you, it's three and a half hours long. I didn't feel the three and a half hours, but the story is a little bit slow my husband thought it was a little bit slow. Um, I was again more forgiving because I knew the work yeah. and the acting and the direction that this went into. Man, Robert De Niro, he he felt like um like a a mobster guy, but like in this persona of like he comes off like he's helping the Osage, like he's their best friend, and they think he's their best friend, mm-hmm. but he is not. <laughs> he is the one mastermind of all of this, which is so crazy to see him. Yes. See him and it's an extraordinary actor. Have you seen this? You know, Did you see this I, at all? Oh, okay. Just, yeah. I just
1: read about it and it, but I like hearing how excited you are about it. Cause I'm, I'm one that I, if it's slow, it's uh,
0: it slow. Keep, it it is slow. Attention.
1: That's the only thing.
0: <laughs> so I will say it is slower mm-hmm. than I had hoped and anticipated. And I can see how some people, might fizzle <laughs> out on it, so I am going to say that mm-hmm. right because even though I was hi- it was highly anticipated for me, would I go watch it again? I don't know mm-hmm. because it is a long movie. Oh, yeah, but I do appreciate movies where I learn something, mm-hmm. and when I know somebody like Martin Scorsese who puts this out there and it means so much to him, I do appreciate mm-hmm. those movies. So I'm glad I watched it, but it is slow. And just know that going yeah, into it. Maybe
1: we'll wait till it comes out and streaming and we can do it two nights or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. The only thing is that you will miss out on the big screen, yeah, which is a really nice through. way to see it too. So, yeah. you know, and also I feel when you're at the movies, you're more in tune exactly. to what you're watching mm-hmm. because there aren't these little things. Yeah. I've got a little bathroom, people walking by, <laughs> knocking up at or your door, now, yeah, ringing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you're more, and then you know you can rewind yeah. it or whatever it might be. So when you're at the movie theaters, you're really paying attention. And you're seeing the the acting yeah. that is incredible on this big screen with these actors. So Lily Gladstone is so amazing mm-hmm. in it. What else is she um, in? Do you know? I don't know. But now I want to go look her yeah. up because she's awesome. She She's just really great. Mm-hmm. And it's her trying to protect her family yeah. because one by one, her sisters are being killed off. And it's like, you know, she, she wants to do yeah. something about it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it sounds really it's, interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a very interesting movie and topic. So mm-hmm. on the lighter end, I watched Haunted Mansion, which is on Disney. Yes, Plus. I want to see that supernatural horror comedy. It's a fun watch. And it is with Lakeith Stanfield. I love him. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, Rosario Dawson, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Jared Leto. I didn't even know Jared Leto yes. was in there. I'm like, what? Jared Leto was in this? I saw that. So it was I didn't Steve even recognize yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's fun. But I will say, I watched it in two pieces. Mm-hmm. And it, it unfortunately, it broke it up for me, which, but in saying that, I wanted to watch the second half, Mm -hmm. and then I was distracted because I was doing other things, but I think the movie is really a good watch, Mm -hmm. and I think it's a good movie. It's just that I couldn't stay as focused on it as I wanted because I had a lot of distractions, but I I can say that I really thought it was a pretty good movie, Mm -hmm. and I loved seeing all these actors in it. So check it out. And I love at the very end, and I'm not giving anything away, but at the very end, they she says, happy Halloween in the movie. And I thought, oh, this is perfect. Cause I watched <laughs> the ending yesterday, which was Halloween. That's so, awesome. um, so it was great. All right. So thank you, Renee, for our conversation today. <laughs> thank
1: you for inviting me again. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, friends out there, thank you for tuning in and joining us. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something that we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration please subscribe to our website at screensinfocus.com and tell a friend because we would love more members of our TV club. You can find our website listed in our show notes along with Renee's information. Make sure you sign up for her newsletter. It's awesome to read everything that she puts out. And I want to remind you to keep watching, keep exploring and keep those screens in focus. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.